Warning, this episode contains adult language, mature situations, three genius girls who are looking to better their situations, an impoverished main character who works hard to tutor these charges, love triangles galore, harem cliches, and some inspired surprises. Listener discretion is advised. Spark and Manga Review, episode 358, Boku Tachi wa Benkyo ga Denki Nai. We never learn. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Spark and Manga Review, some podcasts and manga reviews about connecting enhanced narratives. I'm your host, Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjour, and what's up? Yes, we are back for another fun-filled episode of this amazing and wonderful podcast brought to you by www.spyrocking.com. Some podcasts and many reviews about connecting enhanced narratives. And I hope you guys are doing awesome and great. I am doing 50-50. Kind of good, kind of bad. Now, you're probably wondering why I'm doing really good and really bad. Well, the reason for this is pretty simple. The reason why I'm doing really good is that... For two reasons. One, I'm going to be feature panelist at Anime Boston 2020. I'm super excited for that. I've worked really hard and I've got some great panels that are going to be shown and showcased. Uh, the second reason is I'm going to be releasing my book, which I've been talking about. It's a cookbook that's inspired by manga and anime. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's really cool. I've used all the recipes and I'm excited to see where we go with that. Now, however, let's get to the bad news, shall we? So, the bad news is that earlier today... The news admitted something kind of bad. Now, we haven't really been covering the whole coronavirus thing because this is a podcast that's supposed to be lighthearted and fun, enjoyable, relaxing. Don't want to stress you about the world stuff unless you really need to. And generally, I release world news under a supplemental episode, but this has affected the podcast dramatically. What am I talking about? I'm talking about the coronavirus has hit the movies, specifically Bond, James Bond. Now, if you've listened to podcasts for a couple of months, you've noticed I've been doing Sparkin's Bondathon with Greta, where we've been reviewing every single Bond movie in anticipation and leading up to the release of No Time to Die, which was supposed to be the 10th of April. Unfortunately, due to the coronavirus and everything going on around the world, because the theaters are closing, they're saying you shouldn't get together, they're postponing the movie until November 25th, which on the one hand is cool because most Bond movies do come out on in November. However, this kind of sucks because I've been really fast-pacing all of our releases of our Bond movies, and that's kind of a shame because we've been reviewing all the Bond movies in a row, and we're about halfway done with the series at this point. So, I've been trying to math out how to release the rest of the series so that we'll land on that week when we are done. I figured out a way to do it. It's kind of difficult, but it's going to work. It's from now on as opposed to a Bond review every single week. Or several Bond reviews every single week where we have every Saturday and Sundays are Bond reviews. It's going to be every 15 days we're going to be releasing a Bond review. And then hopefully, if my math is right, we will get to the review for No Time to Die on the day that No Time to Die comes out. But worry not, I'm still going to be reviewing all the awesome Bond stuff and it's going to be really cool. And that's for our Spyrokin movie review. But anyway, you're here to listen to us about manga just want to let you know we're changing up the release dates for the bondathon okay so now back to manga and if you're joining us for the first time welcome sparkin is a podcast that provides informative reviews about connectly enhanced narratives now what does that mean pretty much every episode we talk about one or two geeky titles and we tell you the pros and cons about it specifically manga since it's the manga review we tell you how the manga is the art style the characters the overarching plot and if it's worth investing your time in or not 
He has agrees anything I and my co-host say. We try to be educational, informative, enlightening, and most importantly, entertaining. You can find any of our episodes at www.spiraken.com. We're also on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Spotify, YouTube, Apple Music, Stitcher, Tumblr, and various other social media sites. Just type in S-P-I-R-A-K-N. I guarantee you'll find us one way or the other. You can also leave comments or concerns at spirekin.gmail.com or me personally at zan, X-A-N, at spirekin.com. And if you want something really cool, go to tinyurl.com forward slash H-E-L-P-X-A-N, and that takes you to our Apple Podcasts review site, and you can leave a comment or concern or rating for us. That's kind of like putting a tip in the tip jar. It helps motivate me to continue doing this podcast that we've been doing since 2008, because I want to keep doing this. I love doing this podcast, and it's a great way to showcase manga to new people and just to educate you all on manga. Okay, so now that all the hype is out of the way, Let's get to some of the basics out of the way because we've got to talk about some happy news or some good news because a lot has been going on in the world in the last week and I'm kind of excited for some of it and I'm horrified by other of it. And one of it has to deal with the coronavirus, so let's get that out of the way. So besides the coronavirus, which has been causing multiple nations to close their schools, Japan has closed a lot of their schools and this is kind of detrimental to the children of Japan. So what a bunch of companies have done, including Shonen Jump, Shonen Sunday, Koro Koro, Show Comics, Petite Comics, and various other mangakas and the magazines, the Tankobans, what they're doing is they're going to be releasing out their back issues for free of some of their manga So after these schools have closed because of COVID-19, the coronavirus. Also, Japan's Kid Station and Animex premium anime channels are broadcasting anime for free from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m., from March 4th today until March 27th to raise children's spirits and ease anxiety related to the virus. You know, some of these animators are going to be Anpan Man, Pokemon, Yokai Watch, Dragon Ball, That Time I Got Reincarnated as a Slime, and Lupin the Third Part 2, the digital remastered version. So this is kind of cool as a way to brighten their day. Another cool thing is that Shogakuken's Sunday Webery, their Sunday Web website, is has announced yesterday that they're going to be posting all volumes of a bunch of manga series for free for a limited time. So you can read a bunch of series, the entire sets. Now, what series are we talking about? We're talking about Major by Takuya Mitsuda, Sai Matashiromo by Subasa Fukichi, Ranma One Half, personal favorite series of mine by Rumiko Takahashi, Miyuki by Mitsuru Adachi, The Law of Uke by Subasa Fukuchi, Ghost Sweeper Miki by Takashashina, Libero Revolution by Motoyuki Tanaka, and Ushio and Toro by Kazuhiro Fujita. So that's kind of cool. They're releasing those for free just to do something really nice for the kids of Japan, like I said. It's language is a little enlightening and it's kind of helping to deal with the situation. As more news comes out, we'll let you know what's going on in Japan and in the world because I'm hearing rumors that stuff's going on in Seattle and California. Some people have been found in other states and hopefully this does not become a global pandemic and things go wrong i mean sadly looking at some individuals who are dealing with this situation doesn't seem like it's going well but hopefully this is not something crazy hopefully this is just another swine flu or one of the other various things that have happened so now let us get to some of the other news well first off hypnosis mike division rap battle side bb and tcm the manga is ending in march 
However, its spin-off series, Hypnosis Mike Division Rap Battle Side T and R, is getting a spin-off series. So yeah, that's going on. I Akuya's Guilty Manga is getting a live-action TV series. Gundam Hathaway's Flash, the light novel, is getting a manga by Uraku Sabishi. Moharu X Machine Guns Naue is launching a new manga in March. And then finally, Hirohiko Araki, creator of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, that nutjob we've talked about so much in this podcast, the only manga we've reviewed his series three times, we're going to go for four hopefully soon, um, is going to be interviewed by a magazine for writing memorable villains, how he does this. We'll talk about the article in a bit, but we'll see how that goes. Um, some other news, a bunch of mangas are being canceled, and they're finishing at this point. And one of the last two big points. First one is that when Osamu Tezuka was a young, poor mangaka, well, let's be honest, he wasn't a young, poor mangaka. He was a guy who was a doctor, and then he became a mangaka because he was bored. Anyway, he was living in an apartment complex known as the Tokiwa Show. It's now famous for a lot of mangakas were living there, but they ended up bulldozing it. But anyway, the ceiling board that he had, he used to doodle on when he was a resident there. And what's happened is that this ceiling board was saved after they destroyed the building, and now they're going to be taking it to a museum. That's kind of cool. And then finally, last bit of news. The 24th annual Osamu Tezuka Cultural Prize nominees have been announced. So these are the people who are considered the best in show for manga, and I'm kind of excited. You got some really good ones. The first nominee is Demon Slayer Kimitsu no Yaiba by Goyoharu Gotoge. Second nominee is Kodama Marie Bungai Shusi by Yoshiharu Mishima. Third nominee, Olma at the Emplacement or Juza no Olma by Toru Izu. Nominee number four, Spy X Family or Spy Cross Family by Tetsuya Endo. Number five, Nix no Lantern by Kan Takahama. Sixth is The Blue Period by Subasa Yamaguchi. Number seven, Sarisa of Noctiluch Cloud, or Yoko Komo no Saris, by Miki Mutsudo, and um, it is looks like a, a compass symbol, Yome. And then last and not least, A Brief History of Robo Sapiens, or Robo Sapiens no Zenshi, by Shimada Toronosuke. So, I'm kind of excited for these ones. Personally, I, the only one I've read is Demon Slayer, and because of the fact that it has dominated the marketplace, I think it may win. But I would like one of the other weirder series, because I've heard a lot about Nick's No Lantern and the Blue Period. Uh, I hope that one of those gets it, but again, digress. So now we're to the other segment that a lot of you have been enjoying, and that is the... <coughs> Excuse me. Sorry, I had a little air in here. But the releases for the week, and we've got a lot that came out. We have 14 titles that came out on the 3rd, and we have After School Bitchcraft, Volume 1, the manga. You have Bakem... Monogatari, the manga, volume 3. Black Clover, volume 20. Yes, Black Clover is still coming out. Worse than that. D. Greyman, volume 26, is still coming out. You have Daytime Shooting Star, volume 5. Uh, Kimitsu no Yaiba, Demon Slayer, volume 11. Dr. Stone, volume 10. Dragon Ball Super, volume 8. Haikyuu, volume 37. Kaguya-sama, Love is War, volume 13. Can't wait for that next series to come out, because that's going to be a really fun series to see. It's been interesting, and I heard the movie's actually really good. Anyway, you have Love Me, Love Me Not, Volume 1. 
One Punch Man, Volume 19. You have Snow White with the Red Hair, Volume 6. And last but not least, Vampire Knight has returned with another series, Vampire Knight, Volume 4. So, a lot of really cool stuff. Personally, as usual, the ones I'm excited for are I'm excited for Love Me, Love Me Not, uh, Snow White with the Red Hair, One Punch Man, Dr. Stone, Kimitsu no Yaiba, and finally, I want to check out After School Bitchcraft because that is a very strange title and I'm intrigued by it. I mean, is it just that they're horrible people or is it they're using the actual word for bitch and it's like After School Dogcraft where they're dogs? I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Now that the news and the manga release are out of the way, let's get to the main part of this podcast. And what are we talking about? We're talking about the manga review. So, if you remember from the last episode, I spun that one, that only, the Wheel of Manga. And it dictated to be there reviewing a very unique manga. A manga that was written by Taishi Sutsu and published by Shuisha, which means it's being brought over here by Viz Media. It's a Shonen series that was released in Jump Comics, specifically Weekly Shonen Jump. Originally came out February 2017. It's still coming out, actually ending in the next couple of weeks. There are 15 volumes, a light novel series, and an anime series, which is super popular that was released recently. And the name of this manga is... Oh, and it is a comedy rom-com harem series. And the name of it is Bokutachi wa Benkyo ga Denkainai, or We Never Learn, or We Can't Study also known as Bokuben. And this is the story of Naruyuki Yuga, a third-year student who is from a very poor family. His dad died, and he is the one who's taking care of his family. He is working hard to be the best he can be, and he's also attending this very prestigious academy, the Ichinose Academy, which is super prestigious, and more importantly than that, they have a VIP special nomination and the deal is if you get that nomination you are guaranteed a free ride to any college you want to go to that's all future university tuition fees for free so he has been busting his ass to be the best he can be because his dad taught him to focus on your studies and even if you make a mistake to work hard and you can be the best you can be so he's trying to study and be the best he can be and he's got some rivals in the school for this nomination one of them is Rizu Ogata, this student in his class, who is a genius in mathematics and science. Like, super smart about, like, can figure things out just by looking at it. But she's a little weird, and she's also known as the Thumbelina because she's a short, smart girl. On the other hand, another rival of his is Fumio Furuhashi, who is another student. But this one is a genius in the fields of art and literature, able to understand sonnets and all things with the word, she's really smart. So these are potential rivals for him. However, he gets the nomination. Principal calls him and says, you got the nomination, Yuga-kun. That's awesome. He's going to do great in life. However, there's a caveat. What is his caveat? He has to tutor two students to get into the school of their choice, the university of their choice. No problem, he says. I can do this. However, it turns out, the two he's got to, to help out are Rizu and Fumino. Okay, cool. So obviously it's going to be that Rizu wants to go to a science school, Fumino wants to go to a literature school, right? No. Turns out that Fumino, who is terrible at math, wants to go to school for mathematics, and Rizu wants to go to a school for art and literature, specifically psychology, which is all about understanding the human psyche and literature. 
pretty much this is a bump 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 moment because he's been put on a path which is not good because every single tutor they've had has failed miserably and can Yuga do it can he help them get to the point where they need to be to go to the schools they want to and help them out well he does the best he can also he gets a third student added on his kind of middle school friend Yuruku Takemoto who is a swimming prodigy she wants to be an Olympic athlete, and she wants to get an athletic scholarship. However, she's not good in school. And she has a huge crush on Noriyuki. So we now have the trifecta of a harem series. Some other girls who show up. One of them is a teacher who was influenced to choose the path of an educator instead of what she wanted to do. So she believes that it's a waste of ability to not pursue a path that takes advantage of your natural talents. And then you have another girl who is a senpai who looks like a kohai because she is an alumni of the school. She's now a ronin, but she looks like she's super young. She And she ends up becoming a friend of Naryuki because he ends up going to cram school, this whole thing. And it is a harem series. Hooray! And I've got to say, it's got all the tropes of all harem series where each girl you learn more about and how different they are. Like, for example, Fumino. The whole reason why she wants to get into a mathematics school is because she wants a degree in astronomy to look for a certain star, specifically the one that she believes is the reincarnation of her late mother. And that's what she is looking for. She's also the girl who doesn't want to be involved in this situ of the harem series. She knows the other girls like him, and she's like, oh no, I'm fine. I can just help him mediate. I'm not in love with him. I'm not in love with him with his beautiful brown eyes, and she's in love with him totally. Next one you have like Rizu, who her whole thing is she's obsessed with board games and card games, but she's terrible at it because she can't understand emotion. So she ends up trying to help him help her learn how to play games. Also, she's the cook. She runs a udon shop, and she's really cute. Actually, she's she's my favorite girl in the series. You have Aruko Takimoto, the girl who is. Well, she's the, the sundry best friend who's a tomboy who likes him but doesn't like him. And she can't confess her feelings for him. And, well, let's just say it's going to be a little interesting how this series goes. It's a fun little series that has been done before. Don't get me wrong. It's very similar to a certain other series that we read within the last couple of years. <laughs> but... I'm intrigued by the range of characters, and I love the fact that he is set on this kind of doomed mission to get these girls into the school that they want to go to, even though they're terrible at it. So, I don't know. Art style is whimsical and great. I do enjoy the characters. I feel that the character I like the least right now is, besides the sundry character, who's a Sumi, who's the angry, mean, crazy, uh, short senpai girl, besides her, I... Out of the three main girls, because those are the ones that he should end up with, well, one of them he should end up with. I have my feelings of who he should end up with. Some people don't think he should end up with them, but whatever. And I've heard rumors that there's going to be a unique ending to this, but the way it seems in the manga so far, it's got an ending I'm not happy with, but we're going to have to wait and see. Anyway, so because of the art style, because of the character design, because of all the unique nature of this, this is a rom-com series, I'm going to have to give this as a gift from a crazy aunt, Muriel. It is okay, but forgettable. It's a fun series. It's different. If you are into harem series, you're going to love it. If you're not in a harem series, you can. there are other series you can read that are much better than this. 
There's a lot of tropes that have been done before. It's not reinventing the wheel. It's just a fun little moment to read. You read it, forget about it, and I'm intrigued to see where this goes. When the series does end, I will say I'm going to be intrigued by what happens with it, but we'll wait and see. Um, so I guess that's it for this review. I mean, if you disagree with me, let me know. Email me at zansparker.com or uh, tweet me at Sparkin. Let me know what you feel about it. Also, the random question of the episode is going to be, would you go to a school that you are not good at going to school with, like these girls, or would you go to a school which suits your talents? I'll word it better in the notes. Leave it at sparkandjiva.com. And now it's that part you've all been waiting for. And what am I talking about? I'm talking about that one. That only... The... Yes, friends, the Wheel of Manga, except no substitute. Now, what is the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with 10 slots on. What I've done is I've assigned a manga tile to each of the 10 slots. So when I spin that Wheel of Manga, whatever number it lands on, that's why I review in the next episode of the Spark and Manga Review, episode 359. And I'm excited because there's some really fun and weird series on here. I got two Izakais, I got two Shonen series, two Jose series, and one series which I'm surprised I'm trying for because I haven't gotten on there for so long, but we're going to keep trying to get this on there. So let's spin zero review, shall we? Number one. Whoa, haven't had number one in a while. However... I'm excited for this, and so in the next episode of the Spark and Review, we're reviewing a Izakai series called A Witch's Printing Office. Is it going to be good? Is it going to be bad? Well, we're going to have to wait and see. Guys, thank you for listening. I appreciate it. As always, hope you guys are doing well. Don't worry about the Bondathon. It will still go on, and I've got lots of stuff to see. There's lots of new movies coming out, lots of TV shows, and we're going to keep releasing content on this lovely podcast. Anyway, thank you guys for listening. I've been your host, Zan. I'm Gonsville. Catch you next time. Keep reading manga. See you guys later. <laughs>